Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. It is uh, the D.L. Hughley Show. Your Indictment uh, update. So if you're going to be in Milwaukee this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, I will be there at the Milwaukee Improv. It's it's very interesting the things that I'm hearing right now. Like Charlie Kirk, who is uh, who is uh, I'm, I'm, I'm Candace Owens is not his bed winch. Oh. She's she's oh she's uh, she has a, a, a another what I do, but she used to work. He used to work. She used to work be uh, uh, Charlie Kirk's Sally Hemings. I'm not sexually, but just like okay. she did everything he wanted her to do. Okay, and then he fired her because he didn't like her stance on Israel. She didn't like her stance on Israel, and they're talking about how. Every time they see a black pilot, they you you know oh, oh yeah and you know the, 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 a woman the, the yeah. Tuskegee Airmen would bear to, beg to differ. I, mm-hmm. I guarantee you that. Oh, I'm sure it's a lot of uh, collectives at, at, that would. Beg but but to I'm differ. talking. About we have a case study when people didn't think black people could fly planes, mm-hmm. which is specifically what he referenced. Uh, they were they, they had to go through. They became this Tuskegee Airmen. They lost fewer pilots than their white counterparts by far, and it was so. They were, it was the disparity was so large that by the toward the end of the war they only wanted to fly with the red rings. They with only the wanted red to fly tails. With them. Yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. They only wanted to that. fly with them. And this the, the the example has changed. The mentality has always been the same. Where just because you are black, they don't mean they 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 don't believe you can do a thing. And if you are black and, and and become a thing, they think it's because somebody get gave you a sleight of hand or a hand up or it's it's some kind of uh, uh you know some kind of set aside, as opposed to just that that mentality has always existed. And I'm going to talk about that in my note today, but it's just, it's an amazing thing. There was a time I we be, couldn't even be quarterbacks because we weren't smart right. enough or point guards. Yeah. You know, and, now we look, weren't smart enough. and now look. And now look. It's, it's, it's very funny. Like, it, we're, we're going, the, the mentality is the same, and they're always convincing. And, and, for, and for Candace Owens to say she doesn't trust women either, you, you fly face broad. You. Well, first of all, I don't trust her, so. What you think? I hope that, <laughs> I what I hope is her kids never want to run across a black woman like her. Mm. I, that's what I hope and she better hope that too she better hope they never want anybody who would just castigate somebody just because some on, 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 and I and I have no doubt that this chick doesn't believe anything she's saying she's doing it for money I believe that 100% she worked for Turning Point and now the Turning Point she's a broke broad trying to get on <laughs> I believe she does not believe any of the stuff that she says happy birthday to Carrie Washington happy birthday to Jackie Reed that's your that's your song Sarah Happy, you could be a little more effusive than that. Happy birthday, Jackie Reed. Happy birthday, uh. <laughs> Happy birthday, Jackie! Oh, if you could Shut only up. know the history. Happy birthday! <laughs> you know what? Colors of shit. <laughs> happy birthday to Justin Timber. I love Jackie. I don't know what nobody's talking about here. Uh, happy birthday to Justin Timber. Like, happy birthday to Minnie Driver. Happy birthday to Nolan Ryan. Happy birthday to Glenn Terman. I got a chance to work uh, work with him on the CBS pilot called Buddy It Up. He played my uh, father, one of the most spectacular actors I've ever been around. Mm. Uh, happy birthday to Dee Barnes. Happy birthday to Portia De, De Rossi. Happy birthday to Jonathan Banks. Um, happy birthday, of course, possibly to the one and only Jackie Robinson. Happy birthday to Ernie Banks. Happy birthday to Carol Channing. We got a great show lined up for you. Jasmine's going to tell us what's trending. I'm going to have a little note from the GED section. It is the D.L. Hughley Show. Jazz man. What man? Tell these good people what is trending. Oh, my goodness. Orlando Brown. I don't know what is going on with him. It just seems to get worse and worse. But apparently he was kicked out of a a, um, a restaurant uh, in L.A. over the weekend because he was just going crazy and berating a staff member. And, you know, they caught it all on video. And, you know, social media is just trying to figure out where did it go wrong for him? I don't like, know. What happened? Wasn't he on That's So Raven? I think so. Yep. Yeah, he was. He just... Not the same. That's so crazy. That is super crazy. And speaking of crazy, have you seen this uh, controversy regarding this bikini (laughs) (laughs) that this company has put out? And in the ad, they have... it, it's a gay guy who's wearing the I don't because I'm not sure like what his sexual orientation is. Uh, but there are people who are upset because they feel that bikinis should be for women. But he's wearing it. I, I think it's I, I'm assuming he, you know, identifies as he. But this person is clearly and he wears a gay. bikini, a tight one. Well, mm-hmm. how about you just take a quick look? Yeah, I know his balls are on fire. Well, <laughs> I mean, 
you know, Jesus. I mean, he wears it well. I can tell you that. That's crazy. But, you know, people are considering boycotting because they say, listen, this is supposed to be for women. Why are men now wearing these why, bikinis? Okay. And my thing is, why are you concerned about what somebody else he is wearing? He can wear whatever he wants he to wear. He bought it, didn't he? He can wear whatever he wants to wear. And I think that, you know, freedom, the idea of freedom means that people are going to ha- be free to make decisions and choices that you don't have to like. Correct. I don't I don't want to see no dude looking like Vanilla Ice walking around with a, with a bikini on, but that's his right. I mean, that's his right. And that's speedos right. with a top, I right? mean, he can wear that. It's his money. He can do what he, he wants with it. And then finally, Trendy Snoop had a change of heart about Trump, and people oh. are not happy about it, apparently. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he mm-hmm. said, look, I have nothing but love and respect for Donald Trump. You know, and obviously, you know, he's talking about the fact that he pardoned Michael Harris before he got out of office. Now, the thing is, people are bringing up receipts, you know, because it was, what, back in 2016, he did an interview with Rolling Stone, and he's, he had some choice words for Donald Trump back then and wanted to know how in the world could someone as reckless as him run this country and then of course he criticized heavily Kanye West when he went to the White House to sit he did with that earlier Trump. last year too well, here's the thing yeah. I think that a lot of black dudes uh, are, are, are intrigued by the fact that a dude gets to say and do what he wants break the law and still make it big he can do that you can't he said he ain't done nothing wrong to me he has done only great things for me yeah okay <laughs> so and he also said I, I, I don't listen everybody's entitled to their opinion I think of course you'll see exactly and maybe for you he has maybe for you he has but ask all the women who can't control their bodies anymore well I was about ask to say all, you, you can't ask all the people ask all the judges who are put in place ask all the people okay let me ask you something ask all the families of the people who died because of his inept handling of COVID ask what they think ask about the economy they crashed ask about literally the, the, the tax cuts for the rich that everybody thought uh, would be successful were not. And we have a huge deficit now. So things are being cut. Ask about all that. Yeah. Because I think that a lot of people are uh, from a selfish perspective. Now, one thing you can tell me he did. He didn't produce more jobs. The stock market wasn't bigger. We weren't safer. So mm-hmm. what, what is it he did? But that's what I was going to say. People are speaking from a very selfish vantage point and not thinking sure. about how he has affected the entire country. Let's not even talk about COVID, well, but that's what's I trending. Know. I got, well, I tell you who do, who does like him, Taylor Swift. <laughs> she does. Taylor Swift could change the lane. <laughs> she I, could. I, I tell you, I love Snoop, but you could have six thousand Snoops and she wouldn't add up to Taylor Swift. That's just true. Not at all. <laughs> that's just Not true. At all. That's just true. Yeah, but that's she said I, I'm, I'm going for bite, and and thousands of people went and che- checked it out. So, yeah. all right, coming up, we got a little note from the GED section. It's the DL Hughley show. So Floyd Brown, who is the campaign director for Carrie Lake, you know Carrie Lake, the crazy ass governor. Gov- first, she was running for governor, and she wouldn't admit that she lost, uh, and then. Uh, she now she's running for centered and she's still as crazy. She's a crazy Trumper. Um, and she looks like every AK I've ever seen, but she doesn't seem to like black people. But he says that he doesn't trust black doctors. Uh, it was also seconded by Candace Owens, which is an interesting thing to me. Um, that very attitude uh, was pervasive at the turn of the city in the 1890s when Daniel Hale was a black doctor who in 1890 performed the very first open-heart surgery, which Americans, people around the world, benefit from right now. Uh, Charles Drew is the father of modern, modern blood banking. He found a way to store blood plasma in a way that is saving lives right now. And they, too, face this same kind of discriminatory attitude that, that Floyd Brown is, is expressing now. Is for many of those reasons, like Charles Drew couldn't even donate to the blood blood to the blood bank he gave a new a technique for. It's interesting that an older white dude would ever question black people's bona fide, the, the ability to be a doctor. Was it black people who performed the Tuskegee experiment? Was it black people who uh, performed eugenics? Was it black people? They weren't J. Marion Sims, who who is is considered the father of modern gynecology, and he would take enslaved. He did gynecological uh, uh, experiments and uh, surgery on enslaved black women with no anesthesia. How dare you question anybody else's right to be a doctor? It wasn't black people who took Henrietta Locke's genes and made uh, a, a took advancements from that and made it possible for people to live throughout cancer and other various diseases. Black people didn't do that. It isn't black doctors right now 
who are making it hard for black women in the southern region of the United States of America. Their mortality rates are so high because you refuse to expand Medicare because you know black people will benefit for them. And they're dying five to seven years past uh, earlier than their counterpart. It isn't black people. Doctors that is doing that. And if black doctors are so bad, why is it that when black uh, people have black doctors or black health care providers or professionals in their life, their chances for successful outcomes, health outcomes, go up exponentially? So we can't be both unqualified and untrustworthy and good for black people. The reason black people do not experience that with white doctors is because of biases. You could be Serena Williams. As a matter of fact, studies will show that a poor white woman does better, uh, has a better outcomes than a rich black woman. Why is that? Is that because of black doctors? No, it's not. How dare you or people like you question people's ability to be anything because of the color of their skin? That has always happened. And right now, many of you, your fathers, your grandfathers, your children are living off the very things, the very innovations that those black men you said weren't qualified gave to the world, even though they couldn't receive it. St. Jude exists right now because a black boy uh, got hurt. He couldn't go to a doctor. So Danny Thomas started something right there. It has always been you questioning people's qualifications and doing the most uh, hurtful, abominable things. How dare you or anybody like you question anybody? Anybody. There are people who are dying right now because of your biases and that mentality right now. You don't trust black doctors. At one point, all over the country, you trusted black women to rear your children. You trusted them with your your treasure, the people with your namesakes. You trusted black women with them. But you don't trust black doctors? You had them in your home. They raised your children, often to the detriment of their own. And how dare someone like you question anybody's bona fides because of the color of their skin? They raised your children. Like my, my, my friend and a great comedian, T.K. Kirkland, said, who raised you? We did. How dare you pretend to not trust us? We have not been nearly as untrustworthy as you. You pretend that we are the problem? You conducted experiments. You did abominable things. And you were doctors who were qualified. If that is what you think is qualified, then we don't want any part of it. That's a little note from the GED section. Got the Jazz Report coming up in 15 minutes. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. She's jazz. She's smart. It's the Jazzy Report on the D.L. Hughley Show. A lawsuit filed uh, by Mexico against American gun manufacturers is able to proceed. A federal appeals court panel reversed a lower court's decision allowing the $10 billion lawsuit. The lower court said Mexico's claims were barred under the Protection of Lawful Commerce and Arms Act. Um, but Mexico only has one gun store and they accuse gun makers, including Smith & Wesson, Glock, Beretta and others of designing marketing and selling guns in a way that encourages the floods of across course the border. they do of course they, those cartels that we're raving mm-hmm. on about trying to stop them from getting to america indeed they're armed with american arms that's yep. right so now mexico wants to sue them they should mm-hmm. just like people got to shoot sue cigarettes you, you what you do is you give them the instruments of violence and then wonder why they're violent now listen I think everybody's right to own a weapon is sacrosanct. I think you should be able to own a weapon. I do not think that we need weapons that are capable of killing th- tens of dozens of people at, at one in one clip if, if you don't think that that's the purpose of it. If you're not a hunter and if you shoot that bad, you ain't a hunter, you're a Laker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Going vegan when pregnant could raise the risk of developing complications. Danish, ex- Danish experts discovered pregnant women following plant-based diets were five times more le- likely to develop preeclampsia, which I had before. Researchers attribute the results to low-protein intake, but acknowledge the paper was merely observational. Wow. So there it's bad when you're pregnant. When you're pregnant. Mm-hmm. Probably because your body needs a lot more. Apparently. So, yeah, put Protein. that. You better put that. Put that broccoli down and get a steak. <laughs> <laughs> Tofu, tofu A for you. You better no. grab your pig for it. This baby right. hungry. <laughs> Call it look, at, look at Jeff with his old plant-based ass over there looking like Wow. I don't trust this. Wow. Answer. Explains I, a lot, I though. literally said nothing. <laughs> Yeah, you were quiet. I'll give you that. Uh, Whoopi Goldberg says that parents shouldn't be friends with their kids. Do you agree with her? Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. I, I, I love my children. We have a great relationship, I believe. We're friendly. <laughs> we're not friends. Well, it's impossible to do your job being their friend. Yes. I'm supposed to turn you into the kind of person I would be friends with. Yes. 
Yes. If my if I, my friends were as broke as my kids. Oh, wait, they are. They right. are. They are. <laughs> I can't talk right. to my kids. Like you grounded, DL. No. Exactly. I, can't, I can't say that to them now. But I do think mm-hmm. that there is a mission you have as a parent. And that is to raise your children to the best of your ability, I believe. Right. With as li- little upheaval and turmoil and damage as you can. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to do all that damage. But to be their friend requires uh, means that you are sacrificing the latitude you need to be a disciplinarian, a mentor, you know, a coach, a teacher, you know, all the things you need to have some some space for. So I, I don't think I think she's right. I don't know that you can be friends with your kids or parents or not, should you be. I, I wasn't friends. My father is my good friend now, but he's been dead for five years. So, so Wait you know a minute. What I mean? <laughs> he's your friend now? No, no, man. But I have great conversations with him, primarily because he now that he's gone. Talk back. Now he's gone. <laughs> right. Good gracious. But I, don't, I think that I don't know that being friends is the predicate. So do you think that Whoopi has a point? 877-242-2426. Also, it's up on Twitter at D.L. Hughley Radio or on Facebook, The D.L. Hughley Show. And the website is thedlhugleyshow.com. What about your friends? <laughs> 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 All right, so Whoopi Goldberg says uh, says parents shouldn't be friends with their kids. Do you agree with her? That's the question we're posing to you. We'll get into your calls in a bit. It is The D.L. Hughley Show. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. So the question we're asking, Whoopi Goldberg says that uh, parents shouldn't be friends with their kids. Do you agree with her? We're going to go to our social media platform. Uh, DJ Lucci, what are they saying? Up yes, here? Michelle from Cleveland said, no, they have to be able to respect you in a certain way that they don't respect their friends. Right. <laughs> what do you think, Lucci? Personally, what do you think? Um, I think for us, I think as we, I think as in like our childhood, we were, you were obviously our parents, but I think we have a friendship, but I clearly know like you're my parent, right. not my friend. I think you can be friends with uh, children once your gig is done. Yeah, but I also think that you and mom made it a comfortable, well, I would say you mom and like our grandparents, mom's parents, made it an don't, don't Don't say mom's parents. You don't have to say that. Okay. Mom's side made it <laughs> comfortable enough for, like we knew you guys were still like the, you know, the authority, but you made it comfortable enough that we could talk to you guys about yeah. anything and yeah. all that stuff, so. Yeah. But I think Ryan and Mom are friends. Yeah, they are like, now. They're now. best friends. They are now. No, they I don't now. think they are now. I think Ryan was always Mom's friend. Not when she beat her up in Vegas. That I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. That, she was wild. She was I'm just wild. saying. But Not think, when she drove on her in Vegas, she was. I'm just saying. Have <laughs> such a friendship now that Ryan's like, yo, like, I just don't want to know some things. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See, that, and I think you can be, I think that's the caveat. You can be your friends, your child's friend once you get older and and all the, you know, all the work is primarily. Now that you have developed them into somebody that you can be around. But don't tell me they were always friends. I watched her whip her ass in Vegas. (laughs) Almost had to call security. That's all I'm saying. I'm not snitching snitching on you, mom. I'm just saying. (laughs) That wasn't friendly at all. I think, I think that Christmas, Ryan got gods for Christmas. That's what I <laughs> All right, let us know what you think. Uh, do you think Whoopi Goldberg has it right when she says that uh, parents should not be their kids' friends? We're getting your calls in a bit. It is the D.L. Hughley Show. It is uh, the D.L. Hughley Show, your indictment update. update. If you're going to be in Milwaukee this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, I'm at the Milwaukee Improv. Two Friday, two Saturday, and one Sunday. Here's a common thing. Uh, if you're new to us in D.C. and Buffalo uh, and uh, Washington, D- the D.C. area, the D.M.B., um, this is what I do every week. I'm always out. That's what run I run the do. streets. I, 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 I didn't say run the streets. Well, I said I'm always. I did. I'm going to. I perform every week all the time. <laughs> I don't know about running the streets. I don't know. I still fall asleep with my clothes on. That's how exhausted I am. Do you think that Whoopi Goldberg had it right when she says that parents cannot be their kids' friends? Um, what do you think, Jasmine Sanders? I do not think you can be your friends, uh, your kids' friends, yes. until they become adults. Right. 
Period. And for you, you were you were seven when you had uh, four, five. Two, five. Okay. <laughs> well, you, I, you enjoy wearing daycare together, though, right? I was a little a little ahead of him, okay. just right. a little bit. Right. But I we are friends now. Uh, but even though my parents were his primary caregivers when I did get him right. as a teen, right. I was not his friend. Right. I was not his friend. You were a stranger is what you were. <laughs> yeah, that too. That, that too. That too. <laughs> but I think as a parent, you have to make uh, sometimes very difficult decisions. I think sometimes you have to do things that would not be considered friendly. Right. And like I, kidnapping yourself. <laughs> I didn't kidnap him. He came willingly. No, but, he didn't. He no, didn't know he was. No, he knew he was. Had to, or my mom would die. Where was he gonna stay? No, no, but he thought he's gonna marry a white. Oh, yeah, that that part. I had to do that. Hell no, he was a kid. Yeah, he He wasn't a kid, he was grown. No, he was a kid. He was a kid, and I was still paying his. No, he could not. And he thought he was gonna get married, and I said, Not on my watch, you won't, okay? And so I kidnapped him. him. Yeah, spirited him is is much better. Yeah. And it was a difficult decision, and he did not speak to me for months. I was okay with that, because I knew I was making the right decision. It didn't bother me, not one bit. And to this day, he thanks me for making a very adult and parental decision that he himself, as a child, could not make. Now, what happened to the white woman he was there for? She wasn't white, she was black. What, what, she, she got like, what, she, she, you know what? what? She ended up moving in with somebody else. <laughs> yeah. Mama was right. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Mama was right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Do you think that? Um, <laughs> it ain't you, baby. It ain't you. right. Do you think that Whoopi Goldberg had it right when she said when she said that she doesn't think parents should be their children's friends? Eight seven seven two four two two four two six. It's the DL Hughley Show. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning their chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. The question we're asking, does Whoopi Goldberg have it right, have it right when she says that parents cannot be their kids' friends? All right, Lena. Latin's uh, very close-knit families, right? Um, yes. Are you, are you friends with your parents? Uh, no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, my mom always said, I'm not one of your little friends. Right. But <laughs> she, she she gave me enough that I could trust her. Yeah, that. you could trust her. Yeah. But she, don't, she ain't your friend. She ain't my friend. Not even now, huh? Oh, no, not yeah. No, my mom is my bestie. Okay. Yeah, right. no. that's what you tell yourself, right? No. What about your father? Is he your friend? Um, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My dad is still my dad. Yeah. So I think it's through. a strained relationship to say the least, right? No, no, me. No, no, a I'm, not, I'm, I'm not talking about you and your relationship. I think that in the end, friendships are stra- can be strained anyway. Yeah. Just in, yeah. In natural. Yeah. Right. In natural. But I also think the one thing that as as a child, right, you look to your parents because you want to be able to trust them. You want right. to be able to trust their right. judgment. Right. And I think you it's a different level with your friends. So when things go wrong, you want to be able to call your parents. Right. But if you feel like your parents are just like your friends, right. there's no trust there. Right. 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 I think that's right. <laughs> so let me ask you again one more time. I did not kidnap him. <laughs> I don't. I think. I mean, it, well, I'm not the FBI. I mean, it sounds a little kidnappish. No, it does. But it was not it kidnapping. Uh, it sounds illegal. It's what it sounds like. It was not illegal. Sure because, it is. No, he he could not vote. Uh, I still had parental uh, custody over him. Seventeen. Okay. It was, mm. it was he over? Was he seventeen and a half? No, he was seventeen. Period. No, it can't just be seventeen. Period. I'm the mama. It is what I said. Okay, it is. see, that's why. See, that's, that's why they can't be friends. That's why I can't be friends. You can't be friends. Okay. All right. So Whoopi Goldberg says uh, says parents shouldn't be friends with their kids. Do you agree with her? That's the question we're posing to you. We we'll get to your calls in a bit. It is the DL Hughley show. We're asking, do you think that Whoopi Goldberg had it right when she said that parents can't be their friends, their kids' friends? We're going to the phones. I think Whoopi Goldberg is totally right. You cannot be your children's friends, nor your grandchildren. I don't believe in sitting down, smoking, and drinking, and laughing, and hooping, and hollering with my, with my children. No. 
and I think they should learn how to respect you and talk to you correctly. You're not going to talk to me like you would your friend. So Whoopi Goldberg is totally correct. The first time your child crosses the line and calls you a B, a MF, or anything derogatory, you're going to want to chastise them. But you're the one opened up that friendship door and allowed them to do these things. You cannot be your child's friend and the person who rears them at the same time and expect to get a modicum of respect from them. No, you cannot be your child's friend. I think um, Whoopi was exactly correct. Um, you cannot be friends with your kid. You can only be friends with them after they are an adult and you've done the work. So, you know, it's kids, you, you have to keep them in their place and keep the respect. And then once they're adult, you can be a friend because then you don't have to take their shit no more. I'm sorry, their stuff anymore. I'm a parent of three grown women, and there, there is no room for friendship. You must take your children through all the experiences and hardship and lessons that you have learned in life, and your job is to make them self-sufficient. No room for friendship. Now, I do know a lot of people who, uh, like Cam Newton's very close to his father. Like, I do know a lot of, I know a lot of men who are very close to their fathers. Very close to But you can be close, but not necessarily be like a friend. You can still be close. And they grow. It's different when you've grown. Yeah, it is. But still, still. Like, Trey is not grown, grown yet. No, no, and I, and I tell him, first of all, friendships are reciprocal. There, there's give and take in friendship. There's support. You support each yes. other and everything. Yes. Kids yes. don't, yes. They, they all they do is take. All yes, they do. I, tell, <laughs> I tell my kids, so you can't be my friend. I tell my kids all the time, I don't care how old you are, you're not grown till you're out my pocket. All right? Yes. You mm. out of my pocket. When you out of my pocket and okay, okay. So then, then yeah. we can move into friendship. But I have veto power. I got final say. And you don't give me nothing but love. But okay, that's great. But you, uh, otherwise, you don't give nothing. It's not reciprocal. Friendships are reciprocal. Wow, dang. Well said. Oh, said that was his whole oh, Trey's chest. not listening to this. That was <laughs> <laughs> Somebody happy had their kids out the pocket. He oh, man, didn't take Jesus a breath. Christ, no, they ain't out my pocket yet. So come on. And wow. you thought Lena had it hard. That's <laughs> crazy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to get to more of your calls in a bit. Uh, it is the D.L. Hughley Show. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Question we're asking, Webby Goldberg says you can't be friends with your kids. Here's the thing. I don't even want to be. I got to, I like, I love my children. I don't need no more friends. <laughs> I mean, I don't need, I like, <laughs> I, I love my adore them. Yeah. And Tyler and I are very, very close. That I is would so say she's sincerely one of my, horrible. She's one of my dearest friends, <laughs> really, in life. But I don't need them to be my friends. But I think I don't need them to. You know, you're talking about a situation where you, now you're you're talking about two adults. So of course now you guys have a lot in common. Whoopi was really t- more referencing when her kids were under 26, like when they were yeah. young. Yeah. She was like, not not yeah. on your life, yeah. but we got to be friends. Yeah. I think as you get older, you have more things in common. You know, you can do things together, whether it's drink or hang out yeah. or whatever it is that you feel comfortable doing with your with your. See, kids. I know that, it, it, there's a commonality. Let me uh, take a few calls. What do you think? Michelle Obama said it best. If your if your children are your friends, then you're worried about them liking you. Nobody has time for that. I'm here to make sure that you are raised right. We can get along. We can have a great relationship. But friendship, no. You make friends at school. 
Uh, well, I believe that you, you can have a special relationship or a special level of cordial with your children. Uh, that'll, that'll help maintain the dynamics of the parent-child uh, uh, status. But at the same time, when I think about friends, heck, I've had to let some friends go because they, they did or said, you know, something out of the ordinary that was not part of what I wanted to be associated with. You can't kick your kids to the curb, you know? Y'all need to get Whoopi to call me because it's all about how you raise them. I do believe you can be friends with your kids. My son is 30 years old. I have a 15-year-old grandson. We've been friends pretty much since he was able to recognize friendship. He knows the boundaries because I've taught him. Yes, I do agree with Whoopi because I have a situation. My son and his father are friends. His father made that huge mistake when he was a little boy, and now he's crossed all boundaries. They don't know the boundaries. Once you um, be their friend and not their parent, they don't have the same respect. So, yes, I do agree with Whoopi. Uh, Junius, we didn't get to you. What do you think? Can you be friends with your... Uh, in, the, in the terms that Whoopi's talking about, no. But my yeah. mom was my friend, but with a disclaimer. Because, yeah. you know, every time that I did something wrong, she would explain it to me while she was beating my ass. You know, and then yeah, you know, yeah, the yeah, disclaimer yeah. always started, you know, this is going to hurt me more than it's going to hurt you. Yeah. And that that's was a lie. All, that was, yeah. In the beginning, that's, that's what she used to say then. It was just she used to get to it. So, but she would yeah, explain so it. That, Don't yeah, you yeah. ever reach into my purse. <laughs> oh, you know, no, yeah. Damn, conversation <laughs> Damn yeah. the preamble. We don't need all that. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. You were saying something before I cut you off. What'd you say, Sandy? You no, I was, I was talking about as you get Commonality. Older, you, yeah. Yeah, you have things in common. You can shop together. You can, you know, go out to eat and have drinks together. And you can have yep. conversations about grown things. But, you know, as a child, you know, they tell you, stay in yep. your place. Y'all eat over yep. there. We eat over yep. here because we're talking grown things. Yep. And I think, you know, we a lot of That's right. <laughs> Broke people over there. Yep. Same thing. Yeah. <laughs> I think, yeah, you got, you like, like Tyler and I are very close. We like to drink. We like women. I mean, it's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. it's Commonalities. Commonalities. <laughs> we got That's What I Think with comedian Damon Williams. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. Now it's time for That's What I Think with comedian Damon Williams. Hey, it's Damon Williams, and I think we need to have an age limit on our politicians and leaders. I mean, look at Mitch McConnell buffering at the podium, just stuck, and then our two frontrunners for president are both close to 80 or above. They're both my mama's age, and we don't let her drive at the dark. So if you shouldn't have your car keys, you probably shouldn't be running the country or doing anything super important. Now, no disrespect to our seniors. I know we got seniors listening right now. I don't want y'all starting a hashtag movement because you can't talk about no groups of people now. Just my luck. Happen to be the leader of the Old Folks Coalition of America listening to the show. Now you want to start a protest and start boycotting my shows. Of course, that would be the slowest protest in history. And it's going to be early. Because if you know any seniors, they don't sleep late. That's right. They up first thing in the morning because they tried to beat the Grim Reaper. Not today, Satan. The devil is alive. Old folks don't sleep in. This is a day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad. Come on, birds. Let's get this day started. And to be fair, we are bogus to our senior citizens in this country, especially in traffic. This man's 89 years old. He does not mean to be drifting in your lane. What do we do? Bum, bum, bum. Blowing at the man. And you know it's a senior. You see the Buick. If you see a Buick with the signal on and no head over the headrest, that's an old person. Let him be. Go around. Hell, if you're lucky, that might be you someday. Now, I'm not saying senior citizens are valuable and useful to society. I'm just saying when it comes to politics, you might want to stay in your lane. Now, that might not be right. It might not be true. But that's what I think. Follow me at Damon Williams Comedy. This weekend, I'll be at Biscuits and Burgers in Pontiac. The following weekend, I'll be at the Funny Bone. That's right, the new Funny Bone in Cleveland, Ohio. It's Damon Williams, y'all. Thank you, baby boy. We're going to be talking to you. We're going to talk to you again next week. Jasmine Sanders is going to be talking all that jazz with entertainer and producer tomorrow, Jade, on the D.L. Hughley Show. It is the D.L. Hughley Show, your indictment, indictment update. update. In case you're going to be in Milwaukee this uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, I'm going to be there, too. 
the Milwaukee Improv, two Friday, two Saturday, and one Sunday. If you from see a lot of people from uh, 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 Milwaukee are from Chicago. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. they run in front of the police. <laughs> I'm not wow. even lying. Exactly. So they think I'll just go two hours. A, I'll go an hour and a half out of so Chicago. Never, they'll never, they'll never find, find me. <laughs> I'm gonna hide in Racine. They'll never find me. <laughs> um, so uh, Jeff, we were talking about a previous break. We were talking about Whoopi Goldberg, mm-hmm. and that's very sage advice to say that. Uh, she, she was talking about how children can't be your friends or parents shouldn't be their children's friends. Yeah. Um, because I, when I was growing up, the cool parents, the, the cool parents, their kids always either got pregnant or went to jail. Yeah. Mm. Or both. The, yeah. <laughs> well, that's, yeah, that's weird. But, yeah, but, <laughs> I don't know. It got to be devil. What were they, parents of worms? Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but Oh, women uh, go to jail too. Yeah, a, a ton. Yeah. Um, what Sometimes do you think? They, killing their parents. <laughs> oh, well, he, he knows he's you seen Snap, right? <laughs> <laughs> and you were saying that you think it's an abdication of responsibility. Absolutely, right? it's a convenient abdication of responsibility because the the job is hard. The parent job is hard. If you can always do what you want to do as a parent, that means you're horrible. Yeah. If you, if you, yeah. that, you know, I don't know people, if it means you're horrible, but I do think, because I, I think that there is, just like somebody could feed a child the wrong things, that could do harm to the child, but that doesn't okay. mean that horrible person, that, that what intent wasn't to do it. No, no, if you, if you, if you don't ever have to cancel plans as a parent, never, you yeah. know, that's because you yeah. suck. Hmm. Yeah. Hey, I can tell you this. Now, I'm not really trying to cast aspersions on anybody of their styles. I but uh, when like I was a babysitter, when I babysit go. my children, oh my god, they, <laughs> <laughs> you know they never missed anything. Mm-mm-mm. Never. Quiet. I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm not negating somebody else's impact. Sounds like you are. What I'm saying is, when I babysit, they didn't go to jail. They didn't get lost at the teacups. Oh, they didn't get DUIs. That kind of stuff. Yeah, but just, <laughs> did you get that, Skip? Did you get yeah, that? All that? Okay, we got it. I think we got it. All so. right, coming up this hour, <laughs> Sanders is going to be talking all that jazz with entertainer uh, and uh, producer Tamara Jade. We got the Hughley Hustle Home Mix Plus. We're going to be giving a deserving someone the Shoe Booty of the Week Award. It is the DL Hughley Show. Girl, I'm so happy to talk to you. Welcome to Talking All That Jazz. Girl, first of all, can I just say congratulations on all of your success. Thank you so much, Jess. I'm so excited about everything. Unbelievable, as you should be. I was reading over a little bit of your story. I got so excited because, honey, I watched you on The Voice, and I'm still holding a grudge against Gwen and Blake for not turning around sooner. They knew you was the bomb. Oh my goodness, thank you for watching. Of course. And now I'm super excited to watch you, of course, in the Emmy uh, winning sketch comedy series, The Black Lady Sketch Show. Everyone has been talking about this. I mean, I know you've got to be excited about it. Uh, I I know I am because I know everyone. Robin has really kicked it out the park on this one. And uh, I, I tell me about your experience. Tell me how you got involved because I know you, you've always been a singer, songwriter and all of that. But how did you get into this? Well, um, actually, it's, it's it's been so crazy, like the turn of events and everything. It's You brought up the voice. And honestly, that was the turning point for me. Um, that was really my entry point for real, for real into television. And it was that experience where um, one of my conversations with John Legend and it was on Zoom because we were in a pandemic. Um, but the first thing he said before we even started about t- talking about the next song choice and everything was, Wow, you just have your personality. You are so funny. You're beautiful. And you got the nerve to sing like that. And what stuck <laughs> with me was like, that was the first time anybody put the singing last. Like, it was wow. like, for up until that point, I thought singing was my thing. I thought that, like, that was the thing that people would like me for and people would want to, you know, engage with me for. And I realized in that moment that, no, people want to engage with the whole me, all of me. My whole life, people have been telling me I was a comedian. And I just didn't feel worthy enough to walk in that office because I don't have any comedic training. I've never done stand-up. I, I'm just funny. But, you know, a lifetime of, of being funny and being quick and being on your feet and being able to respond and being able to speak in between your songs on the set and to run a whole show for two hours and all of that was my training, was my schooling. And so once I stopped 
convincing myself that I wasn't worthy to walk in the office of a comedian or an actress and I just allowed myself to start to create content that was comedic or that was just my personality that wasn't me singing, that wasn't me on the stage. People just really loved it and it started to open up opportunities and then a Black Lady Sketch Show, I got a casting notice for it. I don't know how they found me, but again, I believe that all of this is strategic and by design and when I open myself up to it, But don't you think, too, though, that sometimes, um, well, not sometimes, at least I believe it is that being uncomfortable that you find the most and the greatest reward. I think that um, if you're doing things and they don't make you uncomfortable, you should probably reconsider. And so I think I'm proud of you for taking that that chance and stepping in. Obviously, it takes a certain kind of person to say. I'm really good at this. I've always done that. But I also, even though it scares me, I, I'm excited to, to take this journey. And I think you're a great yes. example of that. So it's one of the reasons why I was super excited about, about talking to you, just because I had read just a little bit about, you know, where you were. And then I wondered, well, how in the world do you go from I here know, right? to here? And so fast, I mean, I relatively speaking. Myself. Sometimes I think the same thing myself. I'm like, girl, how did we get here? Like, that's crazy. I'm looking at a Dream Girls poster across the room and then a Black Lady Sketch show, you know, Isn't a box that sent me. And I'm just like, this is my life. Like, I, I do this. I don't hope to do this anymore. I'm doing right. it and I'm doing it at the highest level with the most incredibly talented, skilled, professional people who, who think it not robbery to love on me. Mm. Not know me from Adam, but accept that this girl got it. And and we want to show the world. She deserves right. a shot to show the world. You better that. preach really that, girl. People. You better I preach that. For that. I'm so happy for you. I wish you nothing Thank but you. continued success. Keep pushing. Keep Thank shining. You. And please come back and talk to me again when you get the chance. Thank you so much, Des. All right, girl. I'll talk to you soon. All right, thank you. It is now time to give a deserving someone the Shoe Booty of the Week Award. And now, it's time for the Shoe Booty of the Week Award. Diobra Redden is a 30-year-old three-time felon who has a criminal record marked by mostly violent offenses. Now listen, either I can go around you or I can go through you. His criminal record includes charges of battery, assault with a deadly weapon, and robbery. You know what I want? I want your dates and your material. And I'll take a double burger with cheese. So, why is Deobra Redden this week's recipient of the Shoe Booty of the Week Award? Deobra should get the shoe booty for everything I just mentioned. This guy has so many mugshots, they should just give him a punch card. Get arrested 10 times and the 11th you go free. How does it work? Not like that. This week, Reckon Redden is getting the shoe booty because he is proof what happens in Vegas never stays in Vegas. You were saying something about best intentions. Deobra Danger became TikTok hot when he was seen attacking a judge in a Las Vegas courtroom. I'm not here to make friends. Redden was back in court. This time he was cuffed and wearing a face muzzle. He was straight up Hannibal Lecter. I ate his liver. The court thought this was necessary because in his sentencing hearing, he had to face the same judge he attacked a week earlier. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. Which probably made him as uncomfortable as Marjorie Taylor Greene at a BLM meeting. Radical, violent, and socialist groups. He got up to 48 months for his original charges and got 13 more charges to face for diving on a judge. I don't give a damn about going to jail. Take me to jail! He might be a hero in prison. That's good, because he's probably gonna be there forever. Man, I ain't scared to go to jail. Take me to jail, man. Would you speed up, please? I wanna go back. I got all my cousins, everybody up in there. I'm waiting. I wanna see all my friends. And that's why the Shoe Booty of the Week award goes to... Deobra Redden. Now, here's a swift kick in the ass. 
Now it's time for what you need to know with the one and only Sybil Wilkes. It's Sybil Wilkes with what you need to know. Former President Donald Trump's name will stay on the Illinois presidential primary ballot. The State Board of Elections voted yesterday to dismiss another challenge to Trump's eligibility over his alleged actions during the Capitol riot. The bipartisan board voted unanimously against a lawsuit brought by a group of voters represented by Free Speech for the People and state elections lawyers. The Republican-led House Homeland Security Committee is marking up articles of impeachment against Department of Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas over his handling of the border crisis. Republican Mark Green of Tennessee accused Mayorkas of willfully and systematically refusing to comply with federal immigration laws. The city of Austin, Texas is apologizing for an email that went out to Parks and Rec employees advertising two upcoming meetings. One was exclusively for people of color and the other for white people. It was sent by the department's new equity and inclusion coordinator. I'm Sybil Wilkes. Be informed. Be empowered. That was very good, Sybil. Jack. Check clear two okay, weeks ago. Okay, just call account. Yeah. Make sure. Oh, she's paying ahead now. Be, okay. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to be, uh, you know. She don't want to get behind. I'm just telling you, we can't have it. But uh, thank you for that uh, well-paid answer. <laughs> we appreciate it. <laughs> More of the D.L. Hughley Show is coming up. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. It is uh, the D.L. Hughley Show. Your indictment update. Date. Jasmine Sandler, yes. what, is, what is this Megan uh, the Stallion and Nicki Minaj Oh my Nicki God, Nicki Minaj. Apparently she did a dish. It was, it was horrible. She referenced her the fact that her mom died. She That's talked horrible. about getting it's shot horrible. with no scars. It's she horrible. talked about she lied about lipo or something. Just all of it is terrible. It's terrible it is, when there you is, listen to it. There is a spirit of covetousness that is all, mm-hmm. just, just it per, is permeating everything. Everybody's jumping on everybody. Yeah. And clearly... Nicki Minaj is one of the greatest female uh, art uh, rappers ever, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, she's very successful. Yeah. No, she's very successful, but it's somebody else's turn. So why are you hating on her? That's exactly mm. what I'm saying. Okay, and why are you getting mean about it? Right. Like, can you say nothing about your husband being a pedophile? Ooh. 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 I'm saying, brother two. We're gonna be mean. a brother two. Brother two. Brother two. You know what? what? It, it, there's a spirit of like, what is this spirit? And I think primarily a lot of people have had a lot of things that have happened to them or they feel like a lot of people are responsible for what didn't happen to them and they relate to these kinds of conflicts. They're both talented artists. They both have had their share of trials and travails. Mm-hmm. Yep. And to me, that should be a a bond that would make them more uh, compatible. Well, you would uh, think so. You think that she would understand what she's gone through. And and be a sister to her and say, you know what? I've a been sister, here. Yeah. Let me let me tell you what you I talk, did. Talk let me help about, you out. Let me tell you something. You dog somebody about losing their mama. Everybody gonna lose their mama eventually, mm-hmm. and we'll see how you feel about that. And there's that. That that's a, that's a club can't nobody avoid. Yeah. You live long enough. Did Nikki mm-hmm. fall not, out with Cardi B too? Dude. I don't know. I feel like they're all yeah, falling out with everybody. Well, no, it's always her. Oh, it's yes, always her, yeah. right? She's talented as hell. If your mama is blessed, you will lose her, and Before, she won't and lose that's you. Exactly where that's supposed to go. And for somebody to make that girl got shot. And I don't understand why artists, and men, men I can understand because that's how callous they can be. But but a woman who knows what women go through, particularly in this industry, and to, to, to deride her for, she didn't shoot herself, and to deride her for, for, for having an emotional reaction to losing her mother, I think. Or just hating on her success, period. It's crazy. It's crazy. I, don't, I, I do. And I see it in all kinds of avenues. Like in comedy, I'm seeing it a lot. I'm seeing it in this, and it, there are there, we have more in common with the people that we have these beef with than we don't. Well, the shock line has moved. The shock line well, is crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. I just, I, I just, it's a spirit of covetousness that has been exposed to all these interviews that, that the ones that are popular are the ones who where somebody takes a dump on, on somebody else, like Eminem and Benzina. I'm like, what are y'all? <laughs> what is right. the whole point of this? <laughs> covetousness. That's from the Bible. Where did you learn that? I, I, I saw well, before. When I used to want to be a preacher, a I learned life. that word. Oh, okay. I learned. No, I did. I didn't want to be a preacher. Yeah, former life. I was. Huh? I did. I used to read the Bible. Yeah, and get, I know. Yeah, but all the books you did it. You never read mind. them. Coming out this hour. Yeah. <laughs> I got a song from when your mom and daddy were still together. <laughs> <laughs> Some guys get all the chicks. We're gonna tell you why. Jasmine, give us five desirable traits women crave by Paul Timothy for man gay for lovepanky.com. Lovepanky.com. Yeah, that won't be long. Number five, uh, the bad boy side. Yeah. 
It's, really like that. It's fun too. You got you got a restraining order and living with your mama in an undisclosed location. Yeah. <laughs> well, the bad boy, it, it's good until you get your thirties and your forties. Puffy was a bad boy. As a different kind of bad boy. Okay, I'm just saying. It's different. <laughs> Number four of the top five desirable traits women crave a gentleman. That's those are anti- that's uh, not the same thing. Well, I mean, you got to know, know how to switch it on and off. It's the timing of it. You okay. start, you, right. you know, you, you have to be a fan that loves kittens. Then you want to be, then you want the gentleman. Yeah. You got to be one Number three is the top five and desirable traits women crave. Uh, possessing a good sense of humor. Just don't play too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Be sure funny, but don't be funny. Try to be <laughs> court jester. Yeah, yeah, yeah all yeah. the time. Tee and joke. all that. Clown nose. Yeah. Number two of the top five desirable traits women crave. Assertiveness yeah. and leadership. Yes. Grow it, up here. It is assertive if it works. If it doesn't, you go on to jail. Correct. I was going to say, we don't want you to be assertive without good leadership. Yes. Okay? Yes. That's different. I thought you wanted it. No, 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 I, didn't. no I didn't say that. And the number one of the top five desirable traits that women crave, yes, yes, financially smart and stable. Yeah, it is. That's the best yeah, one. Yeah. But suffice it to say that all of these require a man entertaining a woman. They yeah. love to be entertained. They're like, they have to be entertained. You have to... Women, children, puppies, you got to always right. keep them entertained. Yeah. Always. You can cheat on a woman, just don't bore her. Yeah, yeah, Who told you that? She'll leave you if you bore her. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I know, I know people who have left people, good dudes that were boring, and stayed with dudes who That's gave it. them concussions. And I know people who have left dudes who were boring and wish they had never left them. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. We're making the exact same <laughs> Try point. Try to go back. Duck your head. What? Watch his left. It is uh, the D.L. Hughley Show. Your indictment update. update. In case uh, you are in uh, Milwaukee this Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I'm going to be there this uh a Friday, Saturday, Sunday, two fr- two shows Friday, two shows Saturday, one show Sunday. So come check me out. Now, invariably, at some point, I'm gonna like I'll talk to Jasmine. She go, "Where are you?" Now I said, "How many times I, I say that?" Right. So don't ask me where I am. Okay. All right, I'll wait. Until well, it's Friday not like you're not uh, you're me. not a lot of places. Well, first but, of all, but you, even Jeff, I'll talk to him. I, like I talked to him over the weekend, and they go, "Where are you?" Where I said I was. Excuse me. If if this I whole may, time, if if I may. You don't even know where you're going to be no, at the no, time. That. So if it weren't for Junius, you would know. I don't know. He doesn't know, know where he venue. is most of the time. I don't know the venue I'm going. I know the city. You know, this weekend, me and Jasmine were on the phone just thinking about yeah, where you that's are. That's exactly yeah. Not really. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if I were you, I wouldn't. Hey, first off, don't come in late and a horrible attitude. I'll hear myself. Okay, pal? Okay, well, look. look. <laughs> it's the sweater. And keep looking. Yeah, it it's is. It's the sweater today. Real risky. Real Mr. Rogers. <laughs> you know what somebody said? I was I was uh, I was connected through Charlotte on Monday. She said, "Let me see your tight pants." And I was like, "Because <laughs> you, you do." If you, you don't open the plane up bridges. and let me on, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> where your dog at, lady? Move. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Jasmine Sanders, what did you learn today? I know I've said it before, but really quickly, I do want to thank the people at St. Jude again for doing such an amazing job and just you know, the, I mean, they really spared no expense and making sure that 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 we got the correct messaging about what St. Jude is all about gearing up for this Radiothon and I have a whole new respect not only for what they do but the impact that they have made meeting some of the kids who uh, beat cancer now and those who are currently fighting that battle so kudos to uh, St. Jude and all that they do. Congratulations and and you being part of uh what I hope is an outreach that exposes them to more uh, people. Hopefully so. Yes. Um, Skip, my man Cheatham, what'd you learn today? I know that uh, I learned that D.L. Hughley is the greatest babysitter. He is a regular kinder care, my, you know, because he... Just kinder baby. care was kind of weird. That's yeah. kind of weird reference. That's that's weird. Well, well, take it for how you... you know, okay. Whatever. <laughs> that's a little weird reference. <laughs> but I think, it's, I think it's beyond debate that I am the greatest babysitter who ever existed. <laughs> Who's doing the debating? Yeah. I mean, I mean I mean, better than Mary Poppins? Easy. Oh, my God. No. You could fly. Every time Steph got up, she took that umbrella and flew off. I never did that. <laughs> <laughs> That's your barometer. I never On the next D.L. Hughley show, Kyle Hughley, one of the beneficiaries of my babysitting skills, uh, a.k.a. Special K, is the latest side record producer. And we will hear his latest project on short bus records. Plus, the militant man, Jamal Kingsley, he's going to return to expose racism hidden in our everyday lives. It is the D.L. Hughley show. We will definitely see you on the other side. Kyle, my favorite short bus operator. Pull that string. We got to go. Well up, well up, well. It is a DLU <laughs> show. We will see you on the other side. <laughs>